Yeah, whatever. Welcome to the Morning Scan, episode <laughs> 284. Uh, your host, Kat. I'm joined by my co-host, Brownie. Uh, this episode is labeled Sad Boy Hours. Um, sad boys, sad boys, what yeah, you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't be any more sad. What a rough week for Kedlers. I'm just gonna get off on, just start with that. It hasn't been a fucking good one. Uh, in my New York Rangers, do I find a different team? Like, Oh, I, dude. I just, I don't know what to do. That's drastic. It is drastic, but it's, dude, like, what the fuck? I think it's drastic when your number one center has two points in seven games. I think it's drastic. No, he had four points, but still he had one goal. I think it's drastic when you're, when you're rushing point per game player in the regular season decides to have two points. I think it's drastic when you draft somebody first overall in the NHL draft and in seven games, they have zero points. They're, it's it, I don't know, just very, very sad boy hours. We're going to get into all this stuff. I will say, before we get into um, Heroes and Zeros, I'm going strictly Heroes this week because I okay. feel like there's going to be a lot of just negativity that's going to be coming <laughs> out of my mouth this episode. So you're going to have a lot of negativity up to the Heroes and Zeros. Up until you're the gonna go, and I gotcha. Yes. I respect um, that. Yeah, I hate everything right now. Uh, if you like, I'm at the store and somebody looks at me funny, I want to fight them. <laughs> that's, that's that's where I'm at right now, and I'm and I'm fucking willing to do it. Uh, so you know what's funny is, like I get obviously you're bummed out, right? Your team loses, and especially hockey. You know, hockey's so different with the sudden death, like for the Bruins, it's so fast and so immediate. You know, it, it, it's like shocking. But what the thing that really gets me, and this is so dumb, but so I watched probably 81 out of 82 games Yeah, did, did write-ups on, you know, probably over 75% of them. We talk about the Bruins every week. I follow everything and nothing pisses me off more than people that are like the Fugazi bandwagon fans. And they're like, what a fucking disappointment. I'm like, where the fuck have you been? Yeah. You know, oh, it drives me crazy. All of October, all of November, all of December, all of January, February, March, and April. That's seven months of my life. I'm never gonna get back. <laughs> hey, it Ever. It what? It, was it fun? Was it fun, Brownie? Because yeah. I, I don't think it was that fun. <laughs> just, just fucking. I don't even know. I'm so lost. But having said that, it, okay, this episode is gonna be roller coaster. Let's just kind of get that out of the way. I hate everything right now. I hate yeah. everything except for this one thing. We have a sponsor. As you can see, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, Heated Core is now our sponsor. Head over to their website. Use promo code MORNINGSKATE15. Brownie's about to tell you everything about it. This is this is a live fucking ad read he's about to do. And to be completely honest, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. So every <laughs> thought that's going to come out of my mouth right now is going to be pretty genuine. I feel bad for Heated Core because, again, I hate everything. So I'm going to do my absolute best to really be like, oh, fuck yeah. So tell, so tell poor Katie's sitting in Cincinnati just tensed right now. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's the website's heatedcore.com. Let's get that yep. out of the way. So what it is, it's a base layer. Uh, you know, you're outside. You don't want to be bulky. Like you remember the big puffy jackets when you were a kid. You want yep. that nice, thin base layer. Uh, this one's a little different, though, because it is uh, you charge it up. Ooh, battery. So the battery you're, lasts uh, for you're, like, you're like Iron Man. Yeah, you are like Iron Man, kind of. The battery lasts for six hours, got three adjustable heat sec, uh, settings. And because it's a uh, uh, base layer, 
you feel it almost instantaneously, the heat, because it kicks in right away. And it's got a carbon fiber heating element. Uh, so it's quickly heats up quickly and it's super durable. So like if you're out like. Well, what's cool about this, Brownie? Go ahead. Let me interrupt really quick. Go ahead. I talk about my parents, right? My dad was the fucking best. And I give my mom a shout out every once in a while. Now, my mom is also a fucking absolute trooper. She is like one of my favorite person on planet Earth, right? Yeah. She was the best mom. She loved baseball season because she could be out in the middle of the sun catching her rays. She fucking hated hockey season. and But she would still go to every single one of my games because I was her baby boy. And like, that's what it was. She's going to be so fucking mad that it took me 32 years to get a sponsor <laughs> of a fucking base layer where she can been heated up the whole fucking time. Yeah. She's going to be like, are you kidding me? Like, this is now when you're going to you, do this? You took the words out of my mouth. I mean, this is a no-brainer for sitting in a rink watching mm-hmm. your kids play. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a no-brainer. But you and I have both partaken in the joy that is pond hockey. Yes, and and I mean, from the, the sounds of it that I've heard so far, I don't know about you, but when I play pond hockey, I get the hand warmers and I get the feet warmers. I put the feet warmers in my skates, hand warmers in my gloves. It sounds like this is yeah. a body. For the body. It's for the body. If you go to their website, it, it, their website's really cool. It's got a graphic that shows, like, where it heats up. So it's like the middle of your back. I mean, it's, it's legit. The other thing, too, uh, once again, you and I have both partaken in this. You get out of beer league. It's called beer league for a reason because you stand in a circle with your idiot friends yeah. and tell the same stories. No, nope, nope. you talk about how good the Bruins or the Rangers are this year. This right, is our right. year. We're gonna win the fucking cup, boys. That's that's what we do. You talk about you talk about the world's problems and you try to solve them. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you right now, there's nothing worse than leaving the rink cold. Mm-hmm. Right, because you shower or whatever, throw one of these beauties on. You go out in the out in the parking lot. You'd be there till four in the morning. Yeah, and 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 guys, we know summer's coming up. We get that. I might put this on and just go outside at like a ninety-seven degree day and just try to sweat out whatever fucking demons I have going on <laughs> in my life that is making my life this fucking miserable. So you're gonna I'm be doing. you're gonna be going up the hill like Rocky yeah. in Rocky Four, going Mika. Yeah, pretty I'm much. Aaron. Yeah, that's exactly what's gonna happen. So, promo code Morning Skate fifteen save you fifteen yeah. percent. Head over there, check them Eatacore. out. Com. Give them a give them a check out. And what's nice? So our contact over there is Katie. I'm not going to give away her last name because I don't know if she wants that out there. But she's new to hockey, right? Mm-hmm. As a fan, and she was telling me they live in. She lives in Cincinnati. Her and her husband have a. They decided to sit down. They're like, we're going to become hockey fans this Love year. That. Yep. And they adopted a team. New okay. fans. They didn't want to do Columbus. Yep. New fans, new team. Kraken, you know that's their team no good for them at least they picked a winner <laughs> you know well i told her i go if if, if the if Colorado, if uh seattle gets by dallas we'll have her come on and give us her Kraken point of view 100 and guys um just really quick i know we're a hockey podcast but if you're if you snow plow driveways if you go hunting in, in yeah. the fall in the winter you do anything along these lines it, it check it out it's fucking yeah. really cool so heatedcore.com Heated core. Heated core. Parkour. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to get into Mia Culpa's. And if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, get Buckle ready. up. <laughs> Hi, this is Mia Culpa. And I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mia Culpa's with Cat and Brownie. That's pretty wow. slick. It's pretty fucking slick, dude. It's, <laughs> it, it's pretty good. Shout out to Kenton. 
uh, for getting all of our new videos that were coming up, new music, all that shit. So. Shout out to my buddy uh, Snoop there who helped me with that stuff. Shout out to Snoop. And again, just a double shout out to Ken. This kid does so oh, much work man. for us, man. Um, and is the Oilers, maybe we got to work more. Maybe maybe we have to start putting better things into the universe so our teams start performing better. Maybe that's what it is. Like Ken's, you think Ken's, that's why Edmonton's Yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah, Ken, the, Ken's Oilers made it past the last round because he's made – I don't know, probably a thousand things worth of content since he's been yeah. in the skate. So shout out to him. But I mean, you and I are doing this on a weekly basis, so you think we'd get a little love. But anyways, <laughs> on to Mia Culpas. I've been 32 years with zero fucking <laughs> love, dude. So nothing's changing there. So uh, well, actually, actually, before we go, before all we go right. the Rangers, last time the Rangers won the cup, 94. Yep. Sam Rosen. And this one will last a lifetime. Is that what he said? Yeah, when they when they won. You know what's funny, and I got somebody have to here. take out Sam. Is that what this is? Like, I don't, I don't get why bad things continue to happen to me. It's fucking insane. So whenever the whenever they do Bruins hype videos, they always show 2011, obviously. And Dave Gosher, who was the radio play by play guy at the time, he's the one who had that call: Bergeron, Bergeron, get the duck boats ready. Yeah. So every hype video, even if his vid- his voice isn't in it, I hear it in my head. Yeah. So before game seven, they were doing all these videos. I was watching all these hype videos and I tweeted at him and I was like, I still hear your voice. And he gave it a heart. I had to reach out to him this summer and see if he wants to come on. He'd yeah, be a yeah. great guy to talk to because he's he's out in Vegas now doing color for them. No, I play really, by play for them. I mean, it's so. really nice that that's a memory that you have. The only thing I really have is the New York Rangers are now eliminated from the playoffs. That's about all I have. So. <laughs> Um, Nia Culpas or whatever, dude. Like, what, what do we have? All right, so it's finally it finally happened. Aaron Rodgers is officially a New York Jet. Just uh, catching up on that story. He went, he went to the Rangers game. And he went to the Knicks, too. He's Mr. Man About Town. Yeah. Uh, that song, Up on Cripple Creek, this band that sang it was The Band, which is pathetic that I couldn't remember the name That's of The brutal. Band. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> uh, Damar Hamlin, you remember the kid for the Bills? He's yep. all the way back. He's cleared to practice and expects to be on the opening day roster for the NFL season. So good for him. Yeah. Damn. Uh, and you were right, buddy. Seattle goalie Philip Grubauer did play for Colorado three seasons from 2018 19 to 2021 before being left unprotected in the expansion draft for the Kraken. He put up a stat line of 63 30 and 6 with a 958. Nine, with 2.41 goals against, and his best year was his last year when he had his best statistical season with 30 W. So no wonder he was so pissed off. So I think I was on to something there. Yeah, you were. You were definitely on to something. Good on me, dude. All right. NHL in the news. I hadn't seen that video. (laughs) This is so much fucking cooler now. All I right. have not seen that video. That's NHL good. news. Winnipeg after nice, being eliminated. Nice, nice tight hockey stick. Oh, See that? <laughs> uh, Winnipeg Jets after being eliminated. Head coach Rick Bonus ripped the vets and the team in general. After being eliminated, he went off. I'm so disappointed. I discuss it right now. There has to be pride. You have to be able to push back when things aren't going your way. We had no pushback. Their players, their better players, were so much better than ours tonight. They deserved the win. They were the better team in the regular season. They were the better team in this series. Now Blake Wheeler took umbrage to this. Like that word? Oh, you said, dude, that I didn't even read the word umbrage in this. That just came to my head. So that was pretty, that's pretty good. You and I, man, right there on the same page. 
Uh, he could have been honest with us. He, we could have had those discussions behind closed doors, so I didn't agree with how he handled himself after the game. Adam Lowry also said we w- we would have wished that maybe Rick would have come to us and, and just told us how he felt rather than going into the media and saying those things, especially if that's the way he's felt since February. I think we could have had some conversations and maybe try to make some changes. Wheeler, Shifley, Nino Niederreiter, and Connor, Hunter, well, Connor Hellebuck all have one year left on their contract, and Pierre Luke Dubois, UFA July 1st, he's gone. Uh, they've already announced that Bonus will be back as coach. All right, stop here for a sec, because I reached out. So I don't have a whole lot of uh, opinion of Rick Bonus as a coach, because when he was a Bruins coach, was they weren't in their best ways. I mean, he had some success, but overall it was a blip, right, with him. So I reached out to Fink, right, because yeah. Bonus was the HC in Dallas. Uh, this is what our intrepid uh, Finky says here. Rick Bonus, you old bag of beaten bones. The pure Ooh. joy I take in seeing you and your team fail is unparalleled. I do not have children yet, but I imagine this day feeling like the birth of my first child. The way you left the stars after saying your passion for hockey was still there, but your legacy would not be defined by winning a Stanley Cup, well, you nailed it. Your legacy will, in fact, not be defined by winning a Stanley Cup, like you said, but having a Jets team that you say had no pushback a team that essentially quit on you. There you go. I thought that was awesome by Fink. He definitely chat GBT'd that. Uh, good for him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I it's hard for me, man, because I just fucking hate the Rangers so much that I'm just – I hate the players. So, like, I'm kind of siding with bonus here. Like, hey, players, stop, stop being a bunch of pussies and perform. See, I another way because I feel like one of the biggest failures with the Bruins, which we'll get to later, might have been their coaching in this first round. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that I, I think that was a as a coach, you you gotta keep your emotions in check. You have to be the example for your team, your players. And for him to lose his shit like this, I thought was unbecoming. It's like, what are you fucking doing, dude? No, I get that, but sometimes it's hard for a coach when your star players just decide not to fucking show up. So, yeah, all right. Well, yeah. for everyone listening at home, there's going to be a lot of Rangers anger in all these other stories. There could be uh, more on Winnipeg. Connor, Connor Hellebuck. If you guys remember, that's who I said was, was going to be the factor. That's who I thought was going to maybe uh, win the okay. Uh Who also stated he didn't agree with bonus take on the situation. Stated after the series that he has no interest in a rebuild. I'm not interested in a rebuild. I just want to compete. I enjoyed myself more in five playoff games than I did all year. It's like a high you got to chase. You can't replicate that anywhere else except the playoffs. That's the kind of guy I'd want on my team. So I have a little bit of a fever dream here that uh, if Krejci doesn't come back and Bergeron does – Maybe the Bruins can package Allmark and a whole bunch of stuff to get Hellebuck and Wheeler over from the Jets. I love that because you just loved Allmark the whole year. Fucking big old Linus, dude. Just fucking out there. Linus. And and I still, I still love Linus, but he Linus. <laughs> I I think you have to, if you're gonna move one goalie, it's gotta be him versus Swayman, because Swayman's younger and more affordable. Uh Seattle just tied it up. Uh, Andre Palat's a second check born player to score 50 playoff goals. Yager was the first. Fuck off, Palat. Um, <laughs> Vegas fans can rest easy. Shea Theodore was held out of game five due to an illness. He'll be back for the rest of the run. Uh, Phil Kessel was a healthy scratch and missed his first game since Halloween 2009. He hasn't missed a playoff game in 15 years. He had played in 1,149 consecutive games, including playoffs. Regular season all-time streak of 1064 in a row is still active. So how do you feel about that? I think it's – I don't fucking know, dude. Uh, he got healthy scratch for the playoffs. I feel like the streak is over. 
That's just my gut reaction. I think, I think so too. Um, it's it's hard to ask me that when twenty guys on the Rangers didn't show up for seven. All years. right, pull so, it together, will you? Uh, yeah, I, I I would agree with that. I think that, and classic Bruce Cassidy doing that. Um, just it is what it is. I I also I I'm with you there. Like you're done. Yeah, it's. I mean, yet he, he still has the record. You know. Yeah. Um, Calgary, they've announced plans, uh, and an agreement for a new arena. This was after who was it? Mackenzie Weger was like very vocal about like yeah. saying pretty much this sucks. It was, you remember last year when he went to the Flames, they showed him the locker room. It was literally just he's <laughs> like, This is this is it. This is it. So it was funny. Uh, the Saddle Dome announcement. I happened to be talking to Kenton, uh, our graphics guy, for those that don't know, lives out in Alberta. And I was like, Hey, man, the Saddle Dome's shutting down. I got to get there. He's like, Oh, you got to go to that dump. I'm like, Buddy. He goes, I know it's the house that Iggy built. Yeah. I go, Ideally, I can get out there for like a weekend and go to a Calgary and an Edmonton game. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be with Jenks and Kenton. Yeah. So, That's not, yeah, I'd be down. Um, they also announced that Daryl uh, Sutter, he's not coming back as the head coach, which kind of makes sense. The writing was on the wall there. I feel like yeah. a lot of the players weren't like huge fans of him. I heard, uh, I think it was Huberdo, I think came out today and said that uh, other, uh, other, a different coaching style would have got more out of the players or something to that effect. Probably, but at least their players showed up. I feel like he was a Rangers head coach. Mika and Kreider would have just sat Indian style, just humming, oh, I don't, don't know, want man. to play anymore. Galant's an old school kind of guy too, you know. Not that old school, dude. That's true. That's true. Uh, this is kind of cool. Snoop Dogg has officially joined producer Nico Sparks' bid to purchase the Senator. Snoop has said that he's been a fan for 25 years, wants the opportunity to bring hockey to our community. This is cool. Do you remember a couple years ago when uh, – he was like doing not play by play, but kind of play by play with the Kings. Yeah. And he's like, and yeah. Dion Phaneuf was trying to find him. He was like, Ooh, go off, Dion. You yeah. could tell he was like fucking super into it. This is cool. Ottawa's kind of turned into like everybody kind of wants it. Ryan Reynolds, Snoop Dogg, all, all sorts of celebrities. Um, yeah, I mean, this is going to be good for them. Do you, I don't know the laws. Is it different? And we, sh I should have asked someone ahead of this instead of asking you live on this. Uh, is weed legal in every province in Canada? Probably not knowing who runs that place. I, I, I would doubt it. I, I'm just curious. Cause I wonder if the NHL is going to be on board with Snoop being part of this. I mean, they're on board with Wes McCauley refing playoff hockey games. So like, Justin Braun, uh, big game, Braun, Justin yeah. Braun, who performed for the Rangers last year as a sixth defenseman called it a career. Minnesota native, played four years at the zoo, UMass Amherst, college built to Kale McCarr and Brownie. Brownie, you went to the zoo? Yep. I didn't know that. You ever go you ever go to the monkey bar? Uh, I probably wasn't there when I was there. Dude, the the place where they play hockey, what's that? The Mullins Arena? That wasn't mm -hmm. there when I went there. So that was a grassy <laughs> field when I went there. Well, he was selected seventh round by the Sharks, carved out a 13-year NHL career with the Sharks, Philly, and the Rangers, where he put up a stat line of 34 goals, 165 assists for 199 points, and 842 games played, 370 penalty minutes. Six taps, stick taps, the big game, Braun. Love Justin so Braun. in my mind, Justin Braun is that defenseman. He's a pro's pro. He mm -hmm. doesn't make mistakes. He's not – He's listen, he, he probably not a whole lot of highlight reels, right? It's perfect six, seven defenseman, dude. Oh, I was going to say four or five, but yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe in like his prime. Yeah. Yeah. I give you that. Um, Seattle second team in NHL history to score first in all seven games of a series. First was Toronto in 2004 versus Ottawa. <coughs> cool stat. Oh boy. Ty cart Cardi. I think so. 
signed an ELC with the Kraken as an undrafted free agent. He recorded 57 points in 72 games played on a very stacked Coachella Firebird squad. Went That's to right right here. Remember when he got sent down? Yep. Uh, gets a call up as a black ace, scores his first NHL goal on his debut. He joined a pretty good list of players to score in the NHL debut in the playoffs. Kale McCarr, Lori Korpikoski, Adam Mayer, Rod Brindamore, Doug Volmar, and just earlier tonight, Matthew Knees. I think I got that. Toronto, yep. Yep. Um, up two to one. <laughs> so Andrew Cogliano suffered a fractured neck from a Jordan Eberle hit from behind in game six. He came back in the third period, but is now considered out indefinitely. That's insane, dude. Yeah, and hey, shout out to George Paros for really fucking policing the league, you fucking bomb, dude. What a what a fucking bomb that guy is. Still hasn't called you back. No, Kale McCarr suspended the game for his interference on Jared McCann, where he just blew him up for no fucking reason. McCann was out for like the season. So I I saw that. I I thought that McCarr thought the puck was there. I don't get uh, no, no, I'm just saying. I, I don't think was out of blocks, the puck was out of play, but because well, it's I don't Kale think McCarr's a dirty player, that's all. That's what I'm saying. I think I he's a really fucking dirty player after a hit yeah? like that. Yeah. Right. Dirtiest player in the fucking league, Kale McCarr. All right, go ahead. Uh, Toronto advanced past the first round for the first time since 2004. That's 19 years, 6,948 days. Shout out Browning for that math. Uh, this is the first second round Leaf series to be broadcast in HD. That's crazy. HD was not invented. That's <laughs> was the internet invented? Yeah, probably right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- AOL AIM 2004. Yeah. That was when you got the discs in the mail. Yeah, people knew what a floppy disk was back then. Dude, uh, I, think Florida, I think Seattle just tied this up. Dude, they will not go away. No, they're bugs. They're, they're like the little fucking gnats that you get. Yeah, they tied it up. Ryan Donato with the primary assist, former Bruin. Florida Panthers are banning Canadian residents from buying tickets for the Florida Toronto series. I love this. I kind of like that, but I love wonder, this. I wonder because Florida's got a lot of the snowbirds, right? Isn't that a thing still? I wonder if there's a lot of Canadians that live in Florida that root for the Panthers. Well, it is May. So oh, they'd be back up. This is kind of when the transition is right. Eh, whatever. I don't know. Uh, Gordy Howe, fun fact of the week. Mr. Hockey used a flat blade and would switch hands regularly on a stick playing ambidextrously during games. Insane. Some people just have it. Do you know Adam Oates used to play with a flat stick also? I think I did know that. Because uh, he wanted his backhands to be saucy. It's pretty fucking crazy. All right, playoff time. <sighs> We're starting with your Bruins, man. Go ahead, man. Jump in. Um, best team in NHL history. Gets Seattle just went ahead. Seattle best team in NHL history gets beat by the Panthers in seven yep. games. Um, whew, so points, Bertuzzi performed for you 10, yep. 10 points, five goals. Orlov had eight assists. So your, yep. your guys that you picked up at the deadline really performed. Omar yep. had an 896 save percentage. Uh, Matthew Chalk. So it came out about uh, Kevin Weeks that uh, Omar has some kind of quote debilitating injury that significantly hampered him, according to Kevin Weeks. And if this is, I, so I mean, weeks is usually left pretty. That out when you told me you wanted to fucking pack a shit and send him. I want to send him too if it's a, if it's a fucking injury that's not going to go away. Well, well, I don't know if it's. I don't know what the injury is, but okay. weeks is usually fairly spot on, right? He doesn't yeah. shoot from the hip. He usually is double checks, triple checks. Yes, yeah, sure. my my issue is if he had this injury. Are you telling me that? 90% of Allmark, and I know he's probably the Vezina favorite, but 90% of Allmark is better than 100% of Swayman when they were in a platoon all year. It, I have a lot of questions, but go ahead. Sorry, continue. No, no, I, 
I think those are questions are verified. So Matthew Kachuk, 11 points, five goals, six assists, led his team. Uh, Line had a 9 out two, but I know Bobrovsky ended up playing uh, most of those games. But yeah. oh boy, I thought you guys had in game six. What game six was? Maybe Mark had the brain cramp at the very maybe end. Maybe not for you being a Bruins fan, but like game six, if that was a if those were two teams you didn't really give a shit about and you're just watching hockey, like that was a really fun playoff hockey game. Watch. It was a lot of back and forth. You had that no was idea. Seven five game. No, no, that wasn't. That was game but, six, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but even even game seven, I thought it was done. Swayman, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so, all right, I, I'm gonna give like a mini event right here. So, this is what I like to see. For Marchand in game five, had a partial breakaway as time ran out, and yeah. he took full responsibility after this series. He's like, I blame myself. He's like, I had the series on my stick and I didn't get it done. And that's not what I'm here for. Something to that effect. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Swayman, after game seven, said he was very visibly upset in the locker room and said that um, I I needed one more save. I owed the guys one more save. I let everyone down. That's the kind of ownership I want to see. The things I have issues with is – and I'll get to it more in the zeros. It's just this, this, this do it, do it got you there. You were in a platoon all season with goalies. And then you, then you just, you don't, you just, Omar hurt, not hurt. You got to move Swayman in there. Like Swayman could have played game three. That So my thing, you guys were up three, one. How do you like, it was three, one, then obviously three, two. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't game six be the game to start Swayman? Game five, you're up three one. Right. Game five like, would have been one two. And yeah. then game so then you wait and Olmark isn't yeah. really performing. And now you got to start a goal he hasn't played in two weeks. Yeah. Like 15 days or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I get I get where you're coming from on there. I would be frustrated about that. And and I'll get to this more in my heroes and zeros because I got a lot. But uh hold on, let me get to my because we're not gonna do like a Bruins thing. No. Um so the Jack Edwards call was pretty fucking fun. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> um Patrice Bergeron uh has now tied Zdeno Chara with the most seven game seven appearances in NHL history of 14. Damn. Patrick Wall and Scott Stevens each have 13. Uh David Krejci, 13 assists in game sevens, the most in NHL history. Uh Bergeron, we know the stories of him, the collapse long and everything. So he he played that last game of the regular season in Montreal, which is a meaningless game because his dad is suffering from some type of cancer. And I don't know the prognosis. And he wanted his dad to see him play at Montreal one last time. Got hurt in that game. Seattle's up four to two. I don't know how it's happening. The TV, I can't. It's not my line of sight. I just keep looking over and I see more goals. Uh, so he played in that last game. He got hurt and he missed the first two games of the series, I believe, maybe three, mm-hmm. uh, herniated disc. That's what he's playing through. It's pretty sore. This fucking guy. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, and then I'll get into the the mortgaging of the future when I get to my uh, heroes. And Z- no, actually, I'll do it now. So at the end of this year, Bergeron, Krejci, Bertuzzi, Orlov, Hathaway, Nosik, and Felino are all UFAs. Yep. Swayman and Frederick Frederick are RFAs. There were two players of your UFAs that if I could bring back, I think it would be substantial for that. I think the rest you don't really need. Yeah, yeah. The Bruins have less than $11 million in cap space, 
And by the structure of the Krejci and the Bergeron deals, they have a combined $4 million cap hit penalty yep. next year. So they're up against it trying to figure this out. Uh, I had the whole breakdown of what they've given away, but the picks that they – I mean, they went – I mean, everyone here hates Don Sweeney, but they – he did everything they he did everything he could everything that you want a uh, GM to do. Yeah, uh, the Bruins gave up a first, a second, a third, and a fifth for Orloff and Hathaway, and they gave up a first and a fourth for Bertuzzi. That's a lot of capital. <clears throat> so that's why there's gonna they're talking big roster moves. <clears throat> Taylor Hall's name I've heard, uh, Jake DeBrus's name, Matt Grizzlick, Olmark. I've been hearing a lot of that, but it's only been a few days, so you know. Yeah, it's disheartening. They they for an eighty-two game season is forty-one home games. Yeah, they lost seven all year. They lost three versus Florida. Yeah, and I will say this: Matthew Kachuk is a motherfucker. God, he's good. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you you come out of a series and you're like, oh my god, I didn't realize how good player X was. Yeah, I knew how good Kachuk was. I knew how good Bennett was. But they're a fucking juggernaut, those two together. Give yeah. me those two. Give me fucking Brandon Montour. Holy oh, shit. What a really? fucking series. And the what's the big Czech guy? Uh, Gudis? Yep. What a fucking perfect, perfect playoff defenseman. Yeah. The it's, Bruins uh, didn't have an answer for those four players. And that you, was the difference. You guys went out and got what you needed to make a playoff run. I don't think you can be upset with at your nope, GM. Not at all, not at all. I think the deals that he made – the only people, and Matthew Chuck said it perfectly, the only people in the world that thought that they were going to win were the Panthers. Yep. Like, there was nobody else. Yep. Um, so I don't and think. By the way, the Panthers, the Panthers won tonight 4 to 2 in the game one versus Toronto. Yeah. Earlier tonight. I, listen, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at anyone on the Bruins. I'm not mad at anyone in the Bruins organization right now. God, for the, so nice. Except for the coaching staff. I have some issues with the coaching staff. I won't get into it. My heroes and zeros. But. Okay. Go ahead. Go to the next one. All right. So next one, Maple Leafs Lightning. Uh, the Leafs end up winning in six games. Marner, 11 points. Uh, Matthews, five goals. Marner, nine assists. Samsonov is a 900 save percentage for the Bolts. It was uh, Cicerelli, six goals. He Or six points. He had three goals. And Kutrov had five assists. Vasilevsky at .875. Not great. Um, I think it's just – you know, they, dude, they lost McDonough. Like, that's a huge fucking loss. Tanner Janot, I don't even think, dressed in game six. And I know there was a lot of people chirping for how much they gave up to get him. But, like, there's no way that that guy's healthy after no. that fucking leg injury and shit. So, like, I get that. Well, it also caught up with them. They've played, like, what, an extra a lot of 40 hockey. games over the last <laughs> two years and everybody lot. else? Yeah. Right? They played a ton of hockey. Um. Matthews leading his team in oh, goals. Another Marner thing, real quick. Another thing I saw today, right? So they're talking about how Toronto is ready for the uh, Bennett-Kachuk line because they played against Tampa, and it's Corey Perry and Matthew uh, – Corey Perry and uh, Pat Maroon and Alex Kalorn. A little, like, bit, little bit different of a – A little, little bit different. A little bit different of a skill set there. Corey Perry's prime is not equal to Matthew Kachuk right now. Ooh. I don't I don't think it is. I mean, Corey Perry was fucking good. Yeah, dude. but Corey Perry always ended up in the box. Kachuk mm-hmm. doesn't. Mm-hmm. I think that's the difference for me. Yeah. And I just... 
All right, go ahead. Sorry. I, no, I think I, I think you're right. I think, the, I think the Bolts played a have played a ton of hockey over the last couple of years and caught up to them. Can't believe Toronto made it out of the round. Good for them. Um, we're Sorry, gonna, the Panthers might attention. take care of them in four. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll which see. would be great. Um, Hurricanes Islanders. The Hurricanes won in six. Sebastian Ajo seven points, four goals. Brent Burns five assists. Freddie Anderson ended up playing in a nine seventy one save percentage. Kyle Palmieri, five points. He had two goals and three assists. Sorokin, a 9.29 save percentage, still pretty good. Yep. Uh, this was just – I mean, dude, the Hurricanes are, are a better team than the Islanders are. Yep. That's all that that was. Um, and so I heard a, heard a thing about Sorokin today. I guess he's UFA. And no. Yeah, I thought I thought I heard that on, that could be on 32 Thoughts. Really? Yeah, and, and I guess Lamarillo doesn't like to go into a season with UFAs like that if it's someone oh. he wants to keep. God, if he leaves the island, I would be so fucking happy, dude. So it's going to be interesting. It's getting something to keep an eye on. Either, sure either that's something to keep an eye no, on. No, dude, I think, I think you're thinking it's Varlamov. Oh, I might be. That's who you're – yeah, Sorokin's definitely coming back. Varlamov, I'm pretty sure, is a UFA. Yeah, all right, that could be. So okay, half of that makes a lot more sense because that would have <laughs> I would have heard way more about that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and, I mean, it's just – the Islanders' issues are they just never have enough fucking skill. Like they never, maybe not skill, but they don't have enough type like top guys. They have Matt, Matt Barzell. They have or, they ha, they are a team. They're always a team full of plumbers, right? Yeah. It's always it's always bottom six guys that you love that love. you want their jersey, yes. right? But yeah. that's not gonna that's not gonna win you a cup. Hundred percent. You need both. Yeah. Uh, by do. the way, end of the first, Seattle's up four to two on Dallas. Oof. And on and on the split side, where you said a bunch of plumbers, you're not going to win the bottom six. Well, you're certainly not going to win with a lot of talent because the New York Rangers lost in seven games to the New Jersey oh. Devils. Okay. Um, let's just kind of go through this really quick. So Eric Hall had four goals. He sure five assists. Hall led the uh, team with six points. Uh, Schmidt had a 951 save percentage. On the Rangers, Kreider had six goals. Fox had eight assists. Kreider led the team with nine points. Justerkin had point nine three one. Uh. Um, Mika Zibanejad, Vincent Trocek, and Artemi Panarin got outplayed by Eric fucking Halla. And that is why the Rangers are not moving on. The Rangers' defense, I thought, was better. Like, defensemen. I thought their defensemen were better. I mean, they were, dude, they were under attack the whole fucking time. Like, they're, they defended well, if you look at it. Like, they, I, and Igor Shosturkin is a fucking way better goaltender. Than dude, me. Igor Shosturkin, you could make the argument that he kept them in the game seven, and we still lost four nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And what, what game was it that he went during a TV timeout and barked at everybody? Game five when they lost four nothing, probably. Yeah. Um, Dude, Eric Halla, how fuck? Jo- hey, listen, Bucci, love you, but fuck off. Last night he's like, yeah, Eric Halla's got you know because everybody everybody said Pavel Zaka for Eric Halla. The Bruins fleeced the Devils well, until the playoffs. Until the playoffs. Uh, Mika Zibanejad had one goal, three assists. Artemi Panarin, two two assists. Alexi Lafreniere, first overall pick, zero points. Phil Heedle, he had a goal and three assists. His goal was an empty netter. Capo Caco, second overall pick, one goal, one assist. And Vincent Trocek, thank you for your one goal. Well, let me see if I can turn your mood around. There's you no talk, You want to talk about the... We are so fucking doomed. It you is want insane. to talk about the Truba hit? That is the only thing that happened that I was happy about. <laughs> and, 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 and like... 
I knew we were still going to lose that game, but fuck Timo Meyer, And that was, th- that was just your tip. Of, like it was a perfect Truba hit. And then everybody's like, these are the type of hits that you need out of the game. Okay. Well, how about you take the guys out of the game that skate through the center ice with their head down? How about you take them out of the fucking game? I, yeah, don't honestly, watch fucking hockey, dude. Don't watch I'd, hockey. I'd rather take the diving out myself. Holy fuck. What a hit. An absolute fucking yard sale. It was unbelievable. He went to the bench, started screaming at him. Nope. Nobody woke up. So that was all for nothing, but a cool moment. I hate Timo Meyer. He's a fucking scumbag rat, but Got on the handshake line. You saw him and Truba shake hands. That was yeah. kind of a cool fucking moment. Yeah. It was he said, good. He was like, I think he said clean hit or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I don't know what the Rangers are going to do. Yeah, because we're not going to talk Rangers Bruins. I did see something. Joel Quenville is being rumored to perhaps go to the Rangers. So wait, wait, wait. So, you, so you're out on Gallant now? So I'm not. I think he's gone. It's, it's not necessarily what I think. Mm-hmm. You said that you were cool to your players not cool with the coaching staff. I'm okay with the coaching staff. I'm not cool with your players. There was not a single coach that was going to have Panarin perform any better than the way he performed or Mika Zibanejad perform any I wonder better. though if that's just like me being optimistic and you being pessimistic. Or like we looking at this wrong, both of us. You know what I mean? Panarin did fucking nothing. It didn't matter what line he was on, what forecheck they were running. He This is Panarin. He gets the puck. He gets into the zone on the half wall. He hits the brakes, and he waits for other people to come up. Then he gets double team. He turns the puck over. The puck goes the other way. Every fucking time, dude. Every time. You're not – a coach is not going to make Mika Zibanejad outplay Eric Halla. Mika Zibanejad is going to make, make Mika Zibanejad outplay Eric Halla, and they didn't. They Do you didn't. think that there was part of the uh, Rangers like overlooking the Devils, thinking they had it because they're too young? Or... No, I think the Rangers are full of European pussies that don't fucking get pucks deep in forecheck. Our best line the whole series was our fourth line, which was Tyler Mont, Jimmy VC, and Barkley Goodrow. They were the only people that fucking they they did. Yeah, VC, wait, he he's uh he's playing with a big a lot more physical than I remember yeah, him because he bought yeah. into his role. The yeah. Rangers are designed for Mika's Benajad and. He's not, he's, he's, he's fucking, he's tough, dude. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Get rid of them all. all right, you're the, the GM of the Rangers. What do you do? I trade everybody except for Igor Shosturkin and Adam Fox. And I rebuild. Because, <laughs> because Fox is still 24. Shosturkin, I think is 26 or 27, 28 years old. You still have a few years left in them. Trade them all. Trade them all. How do the Rangers get the first overall pick and second overall pick? And they get Capo fucking Kako and Alexi Lafreniere. Like those are the, What? I just don't I just don't get it. And I know everybody's gonna be like pessimist kid, like you're just overreacting. Your first overall pick had zero points in seven games in the playoffs. Here's one for you. He's a fucking boss, dude. He's not gonna do anything. He's never gonna be the guy that's gonna fucking and some of I would say most of that's on actually no no no. Some of that's on him. I think most of it is the culture in the room where you have fucking Mika Zibanejad and Chris Kreider trying to teach these young kids how to be a fucking pro. Those are the two guys you want to have teach be a pro. I knew we were fucked when I woke up one morning. I saw an article. Uh, somebody on the Rangers said that Chris Kreider was an intelligent hockey player. And I was like, well, we're fucking done. We're not winning. Like if they fucking actually think that he scores all of his goals because the pucks hit him. That's it. He was minus four. And he had like 10 goals, right? He was minus four in game seven. Oh, in game seven? Yeah, I thought you went overall. Insane. Insane. All right, go to the next one. They suck. They're bums. You're all a bunch of fucking bums. Except for Igor Shesterkin. And Adam Fox is getting hate. How is Adam Fox getting hate? He's our best player every fucking night. 
He had. Hey, I, I also want to give a little stick taps to my boy Barkley Goodrow. He took on that fucking giant, uh, trying to get the team fired up. Uh, what's his name? Ball, right? The yeah. defenseman for the Devils. Yeah. When he tried. I mean, when you got guys, see, that's the thing I don't understand. When you got guys doing stuff like that, you got Igor yelling at the bench. You got Truba laying out big hits. You got Goodrow giving up, giving up at least eight nine inches to that kid. Yeah. And throwing punches with him. And you would think that would get you going, you know? No, and it's insane. People and Patrick giving, Kane was on the third line, too, right? People were giving Kane shit. He had five points. But How he, many points did Mason Benajad had? How many points did Artemi Panarin have? My point is Kane had five points playing third-line minutes. It's The whole thing's fucked up. It's just – they're just so fucking bad. They're so goddamn bad. It's so – like, they, dude, they lost to the New Jersey Devils. They're fucking awful. What do they say in spin chickens? They're frugazies. I will say this, man. The devils are fast. And we're fucked because Ryan Lindgren's probably not going to be able to get re-signed. Like, you have Keandre Miller and Alexi Lafreniere coming up on RFA deals. Keandre Miller had a fucking terrible second half of that season. And what are you going to pay Alexi Lafreniere? Alexi Lafreniere should pay me to have to watch him play hockey. (laughs) <laughs> just send him a Venmo request. Jeez. Every time you watch a game, he goes, I don't know who this kid guy is, but every game I get a Venmo request for $50 from watching him. Fucking insane, dude. <laughs> Vincent Trocek, thanks for showing up, dude. Thanks, Hey, Vinny, thanks for the one goal. Thanks for coming on the podcast, you fucking bum. All right, Western <laughs> Conference. Go ahead. Colorado Avalanche, Seattle Kraken. The Kraken took it in seven games. Rannon had seven goals. Taves had eight assists. Rannon had 10 points. Georgiev with the 9-14 save percentage. Not as good as Igor and not good enough to get done. Hmm. Uh, Jaden Schwartz, two goals. Yanni Gord, five assists. Yanni Gord had six points. Philip Grubauer, 9-26 save percentage. We kind of talked about these guys a little bit ago. They just don't go away. And they're just – And they're – like I said, they they're – They come in ways, dude. Four <laughs> lines. Yeah. Four lines. Yep. Four lines. Yep. It's like – I mean, Yanni Gord's there – star right the rangers did not maybe rangers did not put together one shift the way the kraken put together any of their ships in the playoffs it's crazy if listen if you haven't watched the kraken watch this dallas series they're fun to watch they really are wait so they're playing dallas and they're up for playing dallas and edmonton's playing vegas interesting okay well we'll get that in a little bit way to be keb um, do you have anything else on this, Colorado? I mean, no, no, have I mean Chicago, that's Colorado, kind of a big loss. Cup, ha- cup hangover. What's What's crazy though is that you had your the Bruins, the Cup, the President's Trophy winners, and then the defending Cup champs both lose to wild card teams on the same day, yeah. which is just like one of those only in sports moments we talk about all the time. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Um, so they're playing the stars. The stars ended up being Minnesota in six games. Rope hints five goals, seven assists for 12 points. Andre had a 929 save percentage. Uh, Minnesota Wild, you're not going to win when uh, Freddie Goudreau leads you in goals with three. Gustav Nyquist leads you in assists with five, and he's tied with Hartman for five points. He, there's got to be something wrong with Krill, right? There's got to be. I mean, they were targeting big, him pretty hard. But he's a, he's a big kid. He's tough. He's like a young McKinnon, you know, on his on the way up. He, mm-hmm. He's not going to shy away. You're not going to see him, you know, shy away from contact and stuff. I would say, though, give me this instead of a seven-game series. Give me this in a 27-game series. I could watch these two teams play every single day. I mean, you talk about not having, like, if you don't have skin in the game, like the heart attacks you have watching the Bruins or, or, um, or you watching the Rangers. 
that's just an enjoyable series to watch as a hockey fan. Rangers have to be in the game to have heart attack, but right. I get I get the sentiment behind there. But you're right, yeah, absolutely. I tell you, they're I like the Wild. It's that we I already talked to you about. There was like a point there for a second where I almost got every single series wrong, and I was just gonna wear a paper bag on my head. What did you What did you get right? The Oilers. Oh yeah, yeah. And that might have been it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> loyal to the I think loyal. That might, I think that hold on, let's think. I didn't pick Dallas. I didn't pick Seattle. I didn't pick Carolina. I didn't pick Jersey. I didn't pick Panthers. I didn't pick Toronto. I didn't pick Vegas. Yeah, I got Edmonton. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the podcast. <laughs> uh Pacific Division. Thank God for the Oilers. Ken, I got you, bud. Uh, <clears throat> Vegas Golden Knights, Winnipeg Jets, uh, Knights one and five. We talked about the comments from bonus yeah. earlier. Stevenson, four goals, stone, five assists. Stevenson had eight points, 915 save percentage out of uh, Brassois. Lowry, four, four goals, Pionk, seven assists. He had seven points and 886 save percentage out of Hellebuck. I mean, honestly, at this point, whatever I say, the exact opposite happens. So uh, that's kind of what I had there. The Jets. They just they didn't have it. Their stars are very much like the Rangers stars. They just don't fucking show up. At least they try, though. So I think there's I was reading something or listening to something. They haven't recovered since Big Buff left. No. And it's hard to replace Big Buff. But he's a unicorn, you know, I mean, and Hellebuck that that deciding game, I think they scored like 30 seconds in. They went like forehand, backhand and Hellebuck guessed the wrong way and they just tucked it in an open net. And I was like, oh, boy. Yep. And it uh, sucks because I so want Winnipeg yeah. to be good. Yeah, I do too, just because of just – What did the hell say? I'd rather have a player who wants to rip beers in Manitoba than go out in the strip in Vegas any day. And I'm, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. That's what you want. You know? That is what you want. That's hockey. Yeah. Um, Oilers, Kings. The Oilers ended up winning in six. Dreisaitl, seven goals. Bouchard, eight assists. Dreisaitl at 11 points. 964 save percentage out of Jack Campbell. Uh, there, was that, there was one play where the Oilers had scored 14 goals, and I think it was 14 goals, and Dreisaitl was on the ice for every single one of them. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy <laughs> stat, yeah. Uh, Kempi, five goals. Arvidsson, six assists. Kempi had uh, five points. Corpusala, remember how we were talking how good he was last week? Well, mm. he ended up with an 892 save percentage. So that's the thing. L.A., right? Your shopping list for the offseason? Yep. Think you might have hung on the quick. You need yeah. a goalie. Yeah, you might. Yeah, you might need a goalie. Yeah. Um, but I think the Kings did a lot more than what people thought they were gonna yeah, do. Yeah, agreed. Like but, the Oilers were definitely they were a little panic mode there for a bit. No, they were, but the Kings two years in a row eliminated <laughs> in the first round. Now it's not like, hey, great, we made it. Now it turns into what do we do to take that next step, yeah. right? Yep. I would so. agree with that. Um, so semifinals preview, we have Vegas, Edmonton, Seattle, Dallas, Jersey, Carolina, Florida, Toronto. Um, so Vegas, Edmonton, I'm going to go Edmonton. They were the only team that I got right the first time. I'm just going to keep rolling. Actually, you know what? You know what? No, I'm going to go Vegas. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to go Vegas. You want to know why I'm going to go Vegas? Cause why? I'm a fucking mush. That's why. And I, and how, I, many, how many Vegas? Well, I want, I want, okay. If I, I actually am afraid that if I pick Edmonton, they're going to lose just because I picked them. Okay. And I want them to win for 10. Okay. I'm going to go Vegas. Yep. I'm going to go Vegas and six. Okay. But can understand that's why I'm doing that. 
All right. Well, Kenton, I'm not the insane one. Uh, I'm going uh, Edmonton and seven. I just think these teams, and I put the notes in here, teams, I, I think these teams are very similar. I think they mirror each other. I think that uh, they they both fly. It's up and down the ice. They both get, now that, uh, what's his name? Uh, who's the defenseman Oilers picked up? Oh, God, what's his Ekholm? Ekholm, thank you. Uh, now that he's down there, they can all they can both teams can generate offense from the back end, right? Both yeah. teams. I change. I'm changing my pick. I'm going with what I think. Edmonton and six. Sorry, right. Ken. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it's gonna it's gonna come down to the goaltending in this series. I really do. Yeah. And yeah. I think I think Shea Theodore is gonna put an impact in this series at some point. I just love watching that kid play. I think I'm, yeah. Edmonton and six, I'm going with. I'm going Edmonton and seven. Seattle, Dallas. Um, Seattle's what's the score right now? Four two. Four two at the end of one. Mm, this is a tough one. We talked. All right. About well, it. you think. Okay. So I have it here. So you have the depth of the Kraken versus the Stars superstars, right? Mm-hmm. The goaltending right now is close. Well, not right now because Ottinger <laughs> let him four, yeah. but. Uh, Ottinger's the best goalie left in the playoffs, his right from his track record. Uh, Pavelski's coming back for the Stars at some point in this series, although I, I haven't noticed if he's even playing tonight. And Jared McCann's status is still up in the air. Man, I really want Seattle to do it. I'm sorry, Fink. It's just a good story, you know? Yeah. And I wrote down maybe, maybe. Uh, I'm going Kraken. Seattle and seven. That's my pick. I'm going Seattle and five. Okay. And I'm not sorry, Fink. Fuck Nils Lundqvist. <laughs> uh, I do like Rope Hints, though. Um, yeah, Rope Hints is a stud this year in the playoffs. Very, very good hockey player. Yeah. New Jersey Devils, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, this might be my least favorite playoff series maybe of all time. Uh, it's awful. Like I said right in the notes, outside of Booth, who's watching us? I think Booth willed the devils to victory by the way we booth put out booth put out like a like a fucking it's over blog where we had to like kind of calm and make sure we talked about on the last podcast i read some of his tweets i still get people commenting to me about it thinking that a rangers fan wrote it and blaming the blaming that blog on the rangers losing (laughs) so booth good on you good on you booth there he's playing 3d chess over there yeah um uh Eric Hall is not going to outplay the Carolina Hurricanes. The Hurricanes are going to come in fucking waves, dude. I It's going to be Hurricanes in five. All right. So I said um, I think this is – I think that Carolina can skate with New Jersey, and they're heavier. I think they're experience. heavier. Yep. They have the experience. Uh, but I just love the fact that this rookie goalie is in there and it's like Ken Dryden. You know no, I mean? it is not. I'm so sick and tired of people sucking this guy's dick. Dude, the Rangers had no high chance scoring chances on this guy and people are fucking okay. making him out to be like the next. He's playing Ken great. Dryden, dude. dude? No, no, I I didn't say he's Hurricanes like Ken Dryden. Four. <laughs> Hurricanes and four. That's what I'm saying. They are. He is going to get peppered. Vanishak's going to be in that series game two. Okay, I just like the story of it, and I like the fact that he's he's so economical in his motions. You know what I mean? He's not floundering. He's not jumping. He seems cool as a cucumber back there. And yeah, and and like I said, 
I can't stand the fucking Hurricanes, and they're fucking crying from their head coach. So, Boother, I'm with you. I'm going Devils in six. Canes in four, dude. All right. Take warning. All right. What do, they, what do they do? The circle jerk thing at the end of the game? What do they do? What that thing's called? Storm surge. The storm yeah. surge, dude. Yeah. Oh. Hear, uh, hear it? Hey, so Booth, hear that? I heard, <laughs> I heard an interview. Oh, who's the player? There's a player on... Martinook. It was Jordan Martinook. I heard an interview with him and for the Carolina Hurricanes. And they were talking about one of the storm surges. The one where you remember the one where Evander Hollifield pretended to yeah. knock out a player? It was Martinook. And they told him, like leading up to the they're like, Hey, we, we got something for you in the storm surge. He's like, What? And Justin Williams was like, You'll see. And then when Evander Hollifield walked into the locker room prior to the game to meet everybody, Martin looked at Williams and Williams gave him like a big shit eating grin. And he was like, ah, oh, fuck. So he had to go out there and do that. Yeah. This, this is why I hate listening to, cause I hate the hurricanes. I can't stand their whole franchise. And then I hear the interview with Jordan Martin. I'm like, Oh, he sounds like a cool cat. Like he'd be fun on the podcast. And I'm like, God damn it. I want to live in my hate with these guys. I think, I think we were right about one thing with Jack Hughes. He doesn't like to get hit. Because every time the so, Rangers are near him, but I will say this: he showed up a lot more than the Rangers stars did. Game so. seven, at one point, he got hit in his own defensive end and laid there on his knees, barking at the ref while the puck went back the other way. And I was like, "God damn it, get up and skate, man! Yeah. I hate that shit." Yeah, so I mean, anyway. I could have said get up and skate to quite literally anybody on the Rangers, so he, he was fine. But that's what I'm saying: like that shit's not going to fly next series. It's not. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. Florida, Toronto. Can Toronto that can they stand up to Florida Toronto's four check? Good question. Can Matthews deal with Barkov? Uh Florida playing the underdog role. Kachuk Bennett. They already started today. Kachuk yesterday, I mean, was saying stuff. Yep. And Florida won tonight. Yeah, four to two. I'm gonna go Panthers and six, just just like you. Yep, Florida. Um, yeah, so we have all the same except for the New Jersey Carolina series. I my personal hope, right? In in my little little hope here is that Florida gets to dry hump the Devils in the Eastern Conference Finals. I want to see all these Devils pissing them on. I want to see Matthew Kachuk <laughs> Dougie Hamilton's face up and down the glass. I want to see Jack Hughes crying about Sam Bennett literally lubing up his stick and jamming him with it. Yeah, and and then on the other side, Edmonton, Seattle, be a great Western Conference, you know. Yeah, so we'll see, man. It, it's it's buckle up, man. Kenton, I'll okay. have these over to you in an email in a little while for the next <laughs> next round. Graphic. At least I uh, at least I get to watch real hockey players play now, so that's <laughs> cool. Uh, all right, double change. That's fucking great. These are unbelievable. These wow, are that unbelievable. is beauty. So we had that idea, right? For those that aren't watching on YouTube, but you should be and you should subscribe. You should. We So we're like, what if we, because for Dump and Change, what if I stick handle and you throw a cone at me? And the cone just kind of, we were like, maybe it'll take out your legs. Maybe it'll take out the puck. So he was trying to hit me with it and he missed, but it scooped the puck up perfectly. Yeah. That was the first time we did that. And he looks at me and he goes, we're never going to do better than that. Go, no, that's it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
That is perfect. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, all right. So uh double change with the new so you so have you heard about the flash? You know the that kid, the Ezra Miller is the actor, and he's just an idiot. Like he's got like mental imbalance when he goes off his meds. He was doing all like these break-in and enterings and stuff. So they almost canned this whole thing, but there's so much money tied up in it. They ended up making the movie The Flash, which is supposed to come out in June. And they are saying it's the best comic book hero movie of all time, which is insane. So there's a bit of a Batman renaissance in this movie. In the trailer, you see both Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton as Batman in type of a multi-universe type of thing. And not to be outdone, while this was going on, Someone stuffed a microphone in Christian Bale's face and said, hey, would you ever come back and do Batman? And he said, I would definitely be doing it as long as Christopher Nolan was involved directing, which I thought was pretty cool. Because I thought Christopher uh, Christian Bale was a pretty good uh, yeah, pretty good Batman. I would agree. Uh, so U.S. long jumper Tara Davis Woodhall was stripped of her national title due to positive, that well-known PED, cannabis. I mean, I, come on. No, you're Why? no, I kind of disagree with you more on this. Why? Because it's a rule that you're not supposed to do it. It doesn't matter yeah, if it's okay. a dumb rule, it's still right. a rule. You're right. It's a rule you're not supposed to and I don't have an issue. All with you that. have to do to have a national title is not do this. But but there ain't no is but it's a rule. rule is idiotic and it's, it's a, the NCAA. Yes. Yeah. I agree with you. It's an idiotic okay. rule. It's a fucking rule. Okay, fair enough. That's fair where enough. I'm at on that. And L, oh, no, no, I'm not rule. crying. Not you, not you. Everybody else. It's uh, a fucking rule. Like I'm not crying about what happened to her. I think it sucks for her, and I wish they would re-examine the rule. I don't think it. I don't think it sucks for her. I think she sucks because she did that. But idiotic rule. Well, you don't know. She could have like social anxiety, and she needs to smoke or something. Who knows? Then don't long jump. Yeah, fair enough. Uh speaking of. Uh, Speaking of uh, drug and alcohol abuse, Bam Majera, at least when we did this document, is on the run. Yeah. Uh, the erstwhile, like that? The erstwhile jackass star is wanted for assaulting and threatening to shoot someone during a dispute at his home in PA. He allegedly threatened to kill everyone in the house and was like, I'm going to, it was basically like uh, white man can't jump. He was like, I'm going to go get my gun. You know, allegedly. This is all allegedly. Yeah. Uh, oh, so poor he, Bam. Listen, Bam, a, I like Bam, but he's, he's he has been a, right since Ryan Dunn. He's having a little bit worse of a week than I am. So, yeah, I'd say so. I, he just, ever since Ryan Dunn passed away, it's been a downward spiral. It's tough. Uh, I don't know if you saw this story. Drew Maggie of the cool. Pittsburgh Pirates made his major league debut after 1,155 minor league games over 13 years. Gets the nice standing ovation and immediately got a pitch violation. For welcome stepping to, out of the box. To, welcome to the bigs, bud. <laughs> but so Major League Baseball reached out and said to teams, hey, listen, if there's going to be this is so dumb. If there's going to be an ovation, you need to let us know ahead of time so we can stop the so you don't get the violation. Yeah. You need to know the day before the game is what they said. So how are you going to predict? Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, have you well, heard well, of this? Have you heard of the 37th parallel? No. This is going to freak you out. I'm just warning you right now. All right. The 37th parallel north gets a little more attention. This is the latitude circle that runs through the middle of the U.S. and is known as a UFO superhighway in parts of Colorado especially. 
While there have been reports for years coming out of the area, lately there have been been cows found mutilated very cleanly and drained of blood with no footprints or animal tracks. Last week, six cows were found with their tongues cut out with, quote, surgical precision and left decaying in the open for weeks without a single animal or bird eating the remains of their carcasses. The cows are believed to be cut without being disturbed as investigators have determined that the cows were, quote, operated on while standing. In some cases, the cow's anus genitalia were also removed with the same precision. There have been reports such as this going back 50 years in the area and also a report back in 1976 where police officer Gabe Valdez said in his investigation that he found evidence of, quote, triangular-shaped object landing near a cow. Then some kind of tripod exited the craft. These tripods were anywhere from 28 inches to 4 inches in length. These tripods that exited this UFO craft followed the cow for 600 feet before the cow finally fell dead. And these tripods had little tracks that they left on the ground. Gabe returned to the same incident site for a second time and found these tracks had eventually gone over his tire tracks, meaning they came after he was there. Do you believe in UFOs, Ked? What do you think? As Stephen A. Smith would say, lay off the weed. (laughs) I mean, I feel like it's kind of arrogant to not think that there's the possibility of other life on in the immense giant space that we know about. There's definitely none in the New York Rangers dressing room. I'll tell you. Ah, there we go. Um, we There's went over change, buddy. Dump and change. We're good with Bruins and all that stuff. We already talked no. about that. Beerly ground up. There's the other one. So there was one. There we was did another one. one. Oh, that's so funny. Um, I can't wait for Johnny to watch this because he and I were, were at that ring for like two hours that day doing all this stuff. And shout out, listen, shout out to Paula Gray. Paula runs the local rink right by the house. And I told her what I wanted to do. And she's like, just you can't get any of our the league names because it's kids, you know, yeah, and everything. And she's like, whatever you want to do. And I'm like, can we go for the open skate? She's like, why don't you come? after the open skate she <laughs> gave us the ice for like two and a half hours we were out there that's cool and, oh she's the best so shout out paula um so we had playoffs uh and well we lost because i'm a loser um, is it one one and done playoffs one and done i had two goals and an assist but it wasn't enough it's never fucking enough brownie <laughs> um so that's kind of what happened with that a group of those guys ended up going to lake Placid and they won a tournament up there oh nice and they ordered tracksuits and walked around the whole weekend with tracksuits. That's, that's the best. I thought that was so fucking We funny. should do morning skate tracksuits. That'd be I'd, sick. I'd fucking wear one. Fucking Same. It, it was it was pretty cool. Um, I guess they had play by play at this uh, tr- tournament and shit. Like it was it was a legit tournament. So shout out to EC Mayhem and that crew, Matt LaFave and all those guys. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. And like they so they played in that game and then they literally drove back to playing another game so like a lot of them walked into the locker room with their tracksuits on oh, like that's old awesome. metal and shit and they got like these hats it was pretty funny to that's see. great I thought that was hilarious so shout out to those guys it's now softball season so that's kind of where i'm at what do you got with beer league we played our last game uh i think i played the first period at forward and then someone had some issues so i slid back on d I finally got a couple of apples with the new stick. I was pointless for like three games with the new with the new twig, and I was not happy about it. Went back to white tape on the yeah. black blade. 
felt much better. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, we played, we won and now summer league and I got invited to a couple of, uh, couple of different pickups. Um, yeah, actually I thought of this earlier and it just reminded me. So I was trying to think of how like the Panthers play, right. <laughs> trying to describe it. Yeah. And I was talking to someone who doesn't really follow hockey that much, but he, but he plays. Yeah. Right. And I go, you know, the guy at pickup who's probably Canadian and he doesn't have an off switch. Yeah. You know, like, so you play in pickup and someone scores. So what do you do? You fish the puck out, you give it a year, someone behind your net and you go back the other way. Yeah. The other team usually back off to the red line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. There's yeah. always one guy from outside of fucking Montreal or something. Who's like, at the circles, like, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. dude, fucking relax. Or he's screaming offsides. He's not a hardo because he's a great guy in the parking lot and everything, but he just plays at a 10 all the time. Game that's, seven, dude. That's the fucking Florida Panthers. Yeah, I so. I would I would think I would agree with that. So there you go. That's that's all I got from Beer League. All right, Beer League run up. Now we're going to go to Don Moore's here at the Zeros. I don't think it's Don Moore's anymore. I think it's just nope. Zeros. Zeros so. Look at that form. I feel like that was just right out of Star Wars. So, oh my god, zero and zero. So I've been kind of a miserable twat the whole episode. So I'm going to bring in some positive energy at this point. All right. uh, I have a couple of heroes. Um, softball season. Fucking love softball season. We got our first dub this uh, today, fifteen to two. Not a big deal. Keep the change. Right. Got another game tomorrow. I think it's going to get rained out. But we have a softball tournament coming up this weekend. Uh, which is going to be all day Saturday and all day Sunday. So that'll be pretty cool. Another hero of mine, heated core morning skate 15. That's the one. And then my last one is I'm going to do a hockey tournament in Burlington this summer in July, uh, which is going to be pretty cool. The boys are heading up there. We're going to be Burlington, in Vermont. Yep. And we're going to be the mustard cats. We're getting these sick fucking jerseys. Morning skate will be on the shoulder, which will be nice right. to, to rep the guys. I'm uh, going to do it. Send me a number 28. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do a podcast while I'm out there. Nice. Um, so it'll, uh, I think it'll be pretty fun. It should be a pretty good time. So those are my heroes. Everything else in my life sucks. All right. So I'm going to do, uh, zeros first. Cause I want to end on a high note. Right. Yeah. yeah. So here's my thing. If Omar was injured. Okay. You don't play him. Right. You're in a platoon all season long. You get to the playoffs and all of a sudden it's no, no platoon. Start shuffling the lines, but not the way they, sh- not the way they that he had been doing them prior, and and I and listen, I like Montgomery as a coach. I I think the team needed the breath of fresh air that he brought after Cassidy, right? But well, but Cassidy's still alive. Um, but the thing that gets me is that I need from the coaching staff the same accountability that I heard from the players. You know, instead of saying, oh, it was goalie Bob, Bob Asenzo, who's been the goalie coach for like 13 years for the Bruins. Mm-hmm. No, you don't say, well, goalie Bob. You say, listen, I'm the head coach, and I thought that was the way it should have been. Yeah. And it just, that one just rubs me the wrong way. It's, it's so, just, it's a fucking shame to have the best season of all time, right? And then it's like, you guys did all of that work. You performed that well for quite literally nothing. Yeah. Uh, my heroes. Don Sweeney. Listen, he gets a lot of shit here. 
especially with that whole Mitch Martin. Maybe this whole thing is the curse of Mitch Marner or Mitch Mitch yeah. Miller, whatever his yeah. name. Is. I don't forget his name, Brownie. Mitch Miller. Yeah, I'm trying. Well, listen, Don Sweeney did everything you could want a GM to do at the trade deadline. Every year at the trade deadline, the Bruins were in cap hell for so long. Never got you know you know you like you're looking at your phone constantly. The biggest trade deadline I remember was my phone blew up on the Bruins sign of Ginla. So many people calling me to tell me, yeah. you know, they're like, yeah, you got, I was on the beach and they're like, you got Iggy. And I was like, um, so here's, here's what I want to say. If this was the last time we see David Krejci, it, it it's hard, right? Krejci's been a stud, always picks his game up in the playoffs, was a lot of the time of his career very overlooked, I feel. Uh, you know, he was the second league wide for sure. What's league that? wide for sure. League wide, yeah, for league sure. wide for sure. The way I mean, he's not fast. He doesn't have the big clapper. He's not a brand but, name, dude. I think if you asked an average hockey player who David Krejci was, I'm not even being like a dick about this. I don't think many people would know who he was. But he was so silky, so like like he's Jack. The perfect, Edwards he's the said. perfect second line center, dude. Yeah. Like Jack Edwards would always say, like in the eddy of the flow, he would find that soft spot. You know, and David Krejci, manipulator of time and space. If that's the end for Krejci, I'm sorry to see him go. But the sting was taken out a little bit when he went and played in check, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. see, you know. Uh, shout out to my buddy Brendan, who fucking wears 46 in every beer league team he plays for because he loves Krejci. Cool. Yeah. So, so that that's you know, shout out to Krejci. This one, dude. If I get emotional, I apologize right now because. When Burge, listen, this fucking cat, Bergeron left the ice. He was the last player off the ice. He mm -hmm. stood at the gate and had a hug and something to say to every single player on the team. He held it together until Marshawn and him. Yeah. Hugged. And then Bergeron was a little, he could see in his eyes. Marshawn was upset. He Earlier, uh, Bergeron was consoling Krejci. Uh He's he's the fucking pro's pro, man. This kid um, still has stuff in the tank. That's the only thing that, yes. like, if he retires, it's because he just doesn't want to play hockey anymore. It's not because he's not capable of playing hockey. Right. He's right. still a fucking unbelievable hockey player. So, like, keep that in your mind. He might come back. Dude. Yeah. No, I know. He. It. I think it's gonna. I think there's gonna be some conversations. He alluded to it that he's gonna talk to his uh, talk to his family, make some decisions. I. You know, in that whole like at the end, he did the little stick wave and a half circle in the heart, and I was like, I, I, it, selfishly, I don't want that to be. Yeah, that's not it, selfishly. No, that, no, that, it shouldn't is. Be, that shouldn't be like. I'm not saying that that's his legacy, but that's not right. how his legacy should end. No, it shouldn't. So my wife was like, because I sent you and Hal the picture when I was like this, and she took the picture. That's how I watched like every game, like the yeah. nerves. So. My my daughter. All right, so I'll get to my daughter afterwards. She's gonna be one of my heroes too because I thought it was great. Um, so my wife asked me. She's like, "How do you feel about this?" I go, "You know what? It was still. I I can't fault. Like I said, that little fault I can lay is that the coaches they played their asses off. They all year, everyone bought in. Everyone, Nick Felino with the healthy scratch, not a fucking peep. You know." Chris Wagner and Mike Riley are down in Providence still. Dude, Nick Foligno turned his entire career around. Yeah, year. yeah. Like uh, he'll probably make some money with the UFA. Yeah, here's mentioned. another thing. Sorry to interrupt you, but no, like you guys lost, but mm. I don't think you played necessarily bad hockey. Like no, this, they got the, away from their the game. Rangers played. 
bad fucking yeah. hockey. They didn't even play hockey. They got skull fucked for seven games. You guys at least were still in the game. You know what I mean? So like as a fan, hurts totally. Yeah. But at least you weren't just fucking taking it deep every single time that you were out there. Am I wrong? No, but you're like, hijacking my Bergeron moment. Here. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so my whole thing when my wife asked me about this, I said, I just feel bad for him. And listen, he's a he's got a great life. He's a cup champ, gold okay. medal, everything, multimillionaire. But he deserves so much better. And I said to her, I go, if they could have won the cup for him and he rode off into the sunset, I think I might have been okay with them never winning a cup again. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. It would have got the two in his career. I was, you know, a big watch. You were at the beginning. And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just wanted so much better. I've watched this kid play his entire career. You know, I'd love to meet him someday and just thank him. Because yeah. really, you I don't and you appreciate it, but if you watch them night in and night out, the Every, stuff he does, right. eighty so. plus games a year, you're watching that guy play yeah. hockey. As silly as this sounds, he's a big part of your life. That's why yeah. sports is sick. It's so no, but like that's why sports is fucking sick, dude. It takes your mind off of the other all the other stupid bullshit that's going on in your life. So you know my I mean? last zero, because I just thought of this when we were talking, is my daughter. So there's nothing better. Zero or hero. What did I say? Zero. Oh, I'll call her a zero hero. Okay. So there's nothing better than the chirps because that's a big part of hockey. We all know. So she was watching games with me, but she can only, she only stays awake till like about eight o'clock. We try to get her to bed between like seven 30 and eight 30. Right. Mm -hmm. So she'd watch like half the first period. And with the Panthers, she goes, she tells me that she likes the logo. She's like, I like that logo. I like the Panther. And I'm like, well, that's great. This is a Bruins house. And she's like, boo Bruins. Then she's doing the, she's going, here we go, Panthers. Here we go. Because she knows that from the Huskies, right? When yeah. we go to the games. So at one point, the Bruins, the Panthers were up. She goes to bed, and she knew the Panthers were winning. They're upstairs, she and my wife. And the Bruins score, and I jump off the couch. And I'm like, yes! And I'm like, oh, sorry. And my daughter, according to my wife, my daughter looked at my wife with a huge shit-eating grin and goes, mom watch and goes boo bruins so for that she gets my hero zero that's fair i, oh, I one of my earliest memories is like just waking up in the middle of the night to my dad screaming fucking hey messier and me like <laughs> yeah. running out there yeah. Like, What's yeah. Going on? Yeah, yeah yeah that's the best um so heroes and zeros and then we have one last segment three stars Uh, we were sober for all of that. It's incredible. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so our three stars is because our lives suck and our teams are out of the playoffs and they're not doing a long run as, you know, we have a lot of time. So what are we going to do in this time? What are we, what are we excited about that? We're not going to be obsessed over, you know? Oh, I misunderstood the assignment. Shock. I, I, I thought you meant three things we wanted to see in the playoffs. Oh, well, we can do that. We can. I, I'll just change it on the fly. I'm good with that. No, no, I'll change mine on the fly, too. So go ahead with your three things we want to see just have happen. I'm so glad that I get to watch hockey and not have any skin in the game. That's one of my stars. Like, it's going to be really fun to not be, like, hyperventilating 
every time Jack Hughes has the puck. Like that that'll be that'll be pretty. So this good. is one of your things that you're going to enjoy without hockey or this is one of your things without the Rangers hockey? being in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, right, and, and slash just fucking chirping booth. I think I might write a blog every game the Hurricanes win talking about <laughs> how good that they are. One of a Hurricanes writer, so hop on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shout so, out to our new Seattle writer, by the way. Oh, yeah, David. yeah, yeah. Good on him. Yeah, good on him. He's doing a great fucking job. Yep. He, dude, he's not every city. He's a great guy. Great guy. Yep. Sebastian, great name. Nice. Seabass. There you go, Seabass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my third star from how I interpreted this was the thing I'm looking forward to in the playoffs now that the Bruins are out is Rod Brindamore crying and complaining about the refs. Yeah. As, as much as I hate it, I love to see it because he's such a fucking whiny twat. It's inevitable. Yeah. It's inevitable. My second star, I'm going to be able to have a life. Like, I'm going to be able to go get drinks when the weather is nice and not have to worry that I need to be home at a certain time. So yep. the fact that, like, my life's kind of back in a weird way, that would be my second star. So my second star is along the same lines. I have a lot of work that I'm, like, kind of behind because when I'm up till one in the morning, I'm dragging ass, yeah. you know, especially consecutively. So I would get caught up on that. But my number two star in terms of the uh, uh, the playoffs is uh, I want to see Austin Matthews lit the fuck up by Sam Bennett. Okay. That's what I want. I want to see pain. I, I, I'm i fine with an injury. I, I don't like him. I want Matthew Kachuk to be the face of USA Hockey, not Austin Matthews and Jack Hughes. Give me the, like I said to you, give me the, Tuchuk, the Kachuk sister as the face of U.S. hockey over these two after yeah. Matthews and Hughes. So, yeah, I want, like, like Clubber Lang, our second Rocky reference tonight. I want, like, Clubber Lang, what do you predict? What do I predict? Pain. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, my number one star is going to sound silly. I've talked about softball. It's going to be nice not having a conflicting schedule. There were a couple of times last year when the Rangers were on, I had a softball game. I'm like, motherfucker. Like, that. Yeah. that's just wor- the worst thing ever. So the fact that I can – just being able to enjoy shit, dude. Like yep. that'll be that's that'll be my number one star. The number one thing I am hoping for the rest of the playoffs is just chaos. <laughs> I want upsets. I want blood on the ice. I want people climbing into the stands to go fight out in Toronto Maple Leaf Square, whatever that is. And that's why my oh Kenton's gonna be upset. But my dream final, even though I picked it differently, my dream final is Kraken versus Panthers. That'd be crazy. That would just be chaos. It would be. And you know, it would be a nice break between games because they'd have to fly all the way across the country. So it'd be a nice break. So, yeah, you know, they would be spread out nice. We go to like late June. Canada must feel pretty good having Edmonton and Toronto in there right now, though. I feel like Toronto's really hated by a lot of people. At the last time Canada's won a cup, I'm pretty sure it's 93. The year before the Rangers won, the Canadians won. It was Canadians, right? Yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah. So hey, listen. I I I would like to see Edmonton do it uh, for Kenton and the fact that they're not going to be able to hold that team Sorry. together. Thirty. They got, they got another year before 30. that team starts to fall apart. You know who was it? The Panthers can't win the Stanley Cup, dude. They, I, I Mark Stahl lifts a fucking oh. Stanley Cup before yeah. the New York Rangers lift the. Forgot Stanley about Cup. the Stahl. I don't think I'll ever watch hockey again. <laughs> Uh, That'll uh, be it for the morning skate. Thanks, heated core. But I'm out. <laughs> like, Mark Stahl wins the Stanley Cup. That's it. That's all she Hi, this is your co-host Brownie, and I'm here with my co-host Fink. And 
we're here to talk about a heated car. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what we have for this episode. Do you have anything else, Brownie? Uh, you saw the video I sent you of Jerome McGinley. Where was he at the Wranglers game? Yeah. So now I know where he is. We can go find him. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, Jerome, I have some free time. The Bruins are out. Uh, I don't think there's a team left that you played for. No? I think you're nope. right. Yep. So hit me up, buddy. Come on the podcast, you glorious bastard. It'd be great yeah. to get some insight. Anyway, we're Maggie. Good God well, bless guys, you. thanks for tuning in. Again, check us out on YouTube. Uh, HeatedCore.com. Heated core, check them out. Morning Skate 15, check them out. Everybody, thanks for putting up with me. And we'll talk to you <laughs> next week. <laughs>